All right, here we go with the show for July 30th, 2020. Got a new job, so things have been a little sketchy as far as recording and things like that. Still going to be a sleeper driver, still driving across the country. In fact, the new bid I'm going to be running, it's almost the same bid as the last bid, except I make a lot, well, not a lot more, but I make a little bit more money. I get better benefits. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll let you know how that goes along. I'm still a little, you know, new there, so... I don't know. All I can tell you was, is that it was not easy leaving after 18 and a half years for a new company, but you know, you got to do what you got to do and times have changed and the old company lost its way and I just had to move on. So that's just the way it is. All right. That being said, let's get on with the show. I hope everybody's having a great time. Hopefully you haven't been affected by too much COVID well, unfortunately, a lot of the news has to do with that. Hopefully, someday we'll be able to get away from that. So, that being said, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind. On the open road with Kingfish. All right. It looks like right the uh, CVSA has announced this week that despite the COVID, the agency's annual break check, uh, safety, you know, safety week will proceed. Now that's going to be August 23rd to 29th. So they're going to be checking your brakes, going over everything, having some roadside checks. Uh, you may see nothing at all. You may you know see something it just depends remember they're looking for low-hanging fruit so best thing you can do is you know just clean truck nothing on your dash that, that makes them think that they should pull you in uh check your brakes you know especially brake pads things like that yeah just do you know pay attention you know do what you know you need to do you don't have any problems all right the less problems they can see the less likely they are to pull you in so that being said, let's move on. All right, this one's really bizarre. I don't know why anybody would do this, but someone's throwing stop spikes. They're like little trident-looking things made of rebar. Apparently, they're about three inches big. And uh, right around uh, I-20 near Mile Market 49 near Tyler, Te Tyler, Texas, somebody's throwing these things on the highway, and it's causing flat tires. So if you're on I-20 near Tyler, Texas, keep an eye out for somebody doing something weird. Now, these things are painted black, so at night you're probably not going to see them if they're there. But if you see someone doing something strange, you know, just don't, you know, or you get hit by these things, report them. Let the cops know what's going on. Apparently last week they took out, they removed 30 of these things. You know, why anybody would want to do something like that, I literally have no idea. You know, what a waste of time. Seems like a lot of work to just be an ass. All right, let's move on. Well, there's something you don't hear every day. This is just too much. Semi dumps $325,000 worth of whiskey on the Missouri Highway. 
All right. The spill happened at 5 a.m. on US 71 near the Missouri-Arkansas border. And apparently it was, you know, approximately 40,000 pounds of alcohol was spilled, blocking southbound lanes. Emergency crews contained the mess in one lane and were able to clean up the process, which took several hours. The driver of the semi was not injured. Let's see what it says here. Uh, he was carrying 12,000 bottles of Templeton rye whiskey overturned in the trunk overturned. Wow, that is a lot of whiskey. I personally have never had Templeton's, but, you know, I certainly wouldn't, uh, you know, the cleanup, the smell must have been just outrageous. You know, I just couldn't imagine something like that, you know, trying to clean up. I once had to, I used to work at Home Depot, and I did take the whiskey barrels, you know, to the garden department. I'd take them out of the damn truck, and oh my goodness, just smelling those whiskey barrels was just too much. You almost get a little high just smelling them just from that. I couldn't imagine what 12,000 bottles overturned would have been. Of course, I'm sure they all weren't all broken, but you know how that goes. I don't know. That's just nuts. But, you know, it is what it is. All right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks like in Chicago there's going to be a planned protest, and it's going to be August 15th. Of course, it's my birthday, and it's a Saturday, so it's supposed to be at noon. I'm going to go ahead and let the computer read this one off because it's kind of long, and I don't got some... I don't know, I just don't feel like reading it. So anyway, here's the computer. This is a computer-generated voice. Let me know what you think of this stuff. All right, here we go. Three groups have partnered to schedule a shutdown of a major interstate in Chicago. The groups, the Chicago Activist Coalition for Justice, Tikkun Chai International, and Pilsen Humboldt Park Anti-Gentrification Group, created a Facebook event called Black Lives Matter March, Shut Down Our Dan Ryan. The event is scheduled to take place on Saturday, August 15th, at 12 p.m. The groups want 25,000 people to attend the shutdown. To date 1,800 people have indicated they plan to attend. According to the Facebook event, the groups want to shut down the Dan Ryan Expressway, beginning at Garfield 55th. According to Wikipedia, the Dan Ryan Expressway is a freeway in Chicago that runs from the Circle Interchange with Interstate 290, I-290, near downtown Chicago through the south side of the city. It is designated as both I-90 and I-94 south to 66th Street, a distance of 7.44 miles, 11.97 kilometers. South of 66th Street, the freeway meets the Chicago Skyway, which travels southeast, the I-90 designation transfers over to the Skyway, while the Dan Ryan Expressway retains the I-94 designation and continues south for 4.03 miles, 6.49 kilometers, ending at an interchange with I-57. This is a total distance of 11.47 miles. All right, I'm sure you can see why I feel like reading all that. All right, also in Illinois, Chicago area, uh, on July 26th, Illinois state troopers posted a cargo theft alert for two rest areas. That's the Lincoln Oasis and the Hinsdale Oasis near Chicago. Uh, troopers say they're increasing, uh, you know, patrols in those areas. So if you're going to stop there, you know, put a padlock in your trailer or stuff like that. Uh, do visual checks. Do a walk around of your trailer if you can. Call 911 if you see any issues. Uh, do not leave your trailer unattended. So if you got to stop, maybe it's best you go through there and go stop somewhere else since, uh, you know, that seems to be an issue. It seems like it'd be easy to catch. All the cops got to do is go there and stake the place out. Doesn't seem like it'd be that hard, but I guess apparently it is. All right, let's get moving on. All right, more COVID, of course. 
So here's what it comes down to. The truck stops are now mandating that people wear a mask. All right. It's really not that big a deal. Uh, so a lot of them are doing it already, but now it's going across. So the top three that are doing it are Love's. You know, some of their stores, like in Barstow, you had to wear one, but now it's across the board. Uh, Flying J, you know, Pilot, Pilot, Pilot Flying J, same thing. Uh, both announced last week that they will start requiring face masks on coverings to stop the spread of COVID. And Transport or Travel Centers of America has also confirmed that they will implement a mask policy for customers in all locations. So basically what it comes down to is... Uh, you know, if you're going to go to the bigger truck stops, wear a mask. You know, it's not that big a deal. Just deal with it. All right? Just deal with it. You'll be fine. All right. Here's one that's, uh, you know, so I got a lot of information. Uh, I want to make sure you guys hear this right. So it's an 82-mile uh, detour. It's a long detour for a truck. All right. This is over in Kentucky. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, let the computer read this one off, too. So here we go. Starting Saturday, truck drivers traveling through Kentucky may be forced to take an 82-mile detour. Beginning Saturday, August 1st, at 6.30 a.m., contractors for the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet will shut down the U.S. 51 Ohio River Cairo Bridge. Kike District 1 Chief Engineer Kyle Pote recognizes that the closure is a hardship on commuters, businesses, and industries that depend on the bridge. We carefully considered about a half dozen options for completing both the bridge work and the levee work this construction season, Pote said. We looked at overnight closures and weekend closures. Those options did not allow enough construction time for completion of the work this year. This 30-day closure, while creating a temporary hardship, gets the work completed and the bridge reopened to one-lane traffic in the shortest possible time. The bridge carries US 51, US 60, and U.S. 62 traffic across the Ohio River between Wycliffe, Kentucky, and Cairo, Illinois, at U.S. 51 Kentucky mile point seven point three seven two. When the bridge closes August 1st, a normal five-mile drive from Wycliffe, Kentucky, to Cairo, Illinois, will become an 80-mile detour via the Interstate 24 Ohio River Bridge at Paducah. Portable message boards will be set up at key locations to alert travelers and truckers to the closure before they reach the bridge, the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet said in a press release. Approximately 7,000 vehicles cross the bridge each day. A third of those travelers are commercial vehicles. The press release states, there will be no officially marked detour. However, Motorists and truckers are advised to self-detour via the I-24 Ohio River Bridge at Paducah to U.S. 45 North and Metropolis, Illinois, then take Illinois Route 169 through Karnak to Illinois Route 37 south to Cairo or to connect to Interstate 57 into Missouri. Motorists at Cairo will reverse that route. Motorists who adjust their route prior to reaching the bridge can greatly reduce the detour mileage. In addition, the cabinet said that those drivers who don't want to take the lengthy detour can take the Dorna Hidman ferry. For information on the ferry operating schedule, go to https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash Dorna Hickman ferry slash. Area farmers have already been using the ferry to take white equipment around the maximum eight and a half foot load width in the bridge work zone. Our contractor has committed resources to complete as much work as possible during this 30-day window, Pote said. 
We are confident this extra effort will assure that all work on the bridge is completed by our original target date. It helps assure one-lane traffic can be restored around Labor Day, and bridge traffic can return to normal flow about the time the fall crop harvest season ramps up. The detour is expected to last 30 days. All right. Now you can see why I didn't want to read that. It was really long. And quite honestly, when I read that stuff that's really long, I start flubbing words. And I figure that King Peter can do it a lot better than I can anyway. It's because I want you guys to hear it exactly as it's said. And, you know, because it's important information. All right. Here's something kind of strange. Woman who didn't know she was pregnant gives birth in cab of truck on highway. Now, there's, you know, there's a reason. She was 20 weeks premature. All right. So what happened was she didn't know she was pregnant. And uh, she was on the inter you know, I-40. Her boyfriend was the truck driver. And at the 435 westbound, uh, they called the, you know, they called out to see what was going on. She thought she just had a stomach ache. Neither her boyfriend or herself knew she was pregnant. So they, they brought the ambulance out, took her to the hospital. But there's no word on whether the baby or uh, or the woman is okay. Hopefully she is. 20 weeks premature. That's pretty big. That's a lot. Hopefully the baby was fine, but that's uh, they got a rough road ahead of them, so good luck. We're, we'll be praying for you. All right, this one's kind of cool. Apparently over in GP Transco put out a post and by a very iconic man. I know most of you drivers know Mr. Chuck Norris got a message for you, so let's hear what he's got to say. This is pretty cool. Hi, truck drivers in the U.S., GP Transco and I would like to thank all the truck drivers for delivering goods during the COVID-19 time. You guys go above and beyond and without you, we wouldn't have food on shelves, medical supplies, and other important things. Thank you for your hard work. Your friend, Chuck Norris. Well, here's something you don't... <laughs> You know, it was kind of cool with Chuck Norris. But anyway, moving on. There's something you don't see every day. A minivan does major damage to Nebraska way station. Now, this is on I-80 over there by Waverly. Yeah, I've been through there dozens of times. It's just unbelievable. Uh, Nebraska State Troopers are investigating after a minivan left the roadway and plowed into an I-80 way station. The incident happened on Thursday, July 23rd, at the westbound I-80 way station near Waverly, Nebraska. Troopers say that the way station was closed and unoccupied when a minivan collided with the building and drove inside the structure. So you can clearly see the minivan inside the structure. Apparently the cops are doing an investigation. Wow, I recommend you don't do that. At least it wasn't a big truck. Ugh. All right, let's move on. Well, apparently if you're going up to Alberta, Canada, you know, be careful. There's a bridge up there. It doesn't say exactly where it's at in the article. But uh, this, you know, you, oh my God. Just look up, uh, you know, w.alberta, uh, what is it, www.alberta.ca forward slash road slash uh, restrictions slash and bans over a review. Just look up Alberta restrictions. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I screwed that up, but oh well. A uh, couple of drivers went across this bridge, and the fine is almost, you know, it's $20,000 over a weight ticket on this bridge. Apparently, they downsized the bridge because of instruction, you know, structural problems. So if you're going up there, you know, just uh, you know, check your roads. Don't uh, you don't get a fine. That's a lot of money. All right. Apparently, over in Georgia, you can now get banned for life. That's right. You can get banned from life for trucking if you participate in human trafficking. 
you know, human trafficking. You can get banned for life, lose your CDL for life in Georgia. Well, you know what? If you do human trafficking, you should be banned from humanity. Okay? Don't do human trafficking, all right? Don't mess around with that stuff. It's not worth it. You know, you don't sell it. I mean, if there literally was a way to sell your soul, that would be it. It's not worth it. I don't care how much money they're paying you. Don't sell yourself out for that. You know, don't be that kind of person. So, no human trafficking. We strongly believe that human trafficking is not a good idea. All right, let's move on. All right, now that they shoved these ELDs down our throats that we didn't want to begin with, and we all had to pay a lot of money, or the carriers had to pay a lot of money to get these things going, the FBI has announced, yes, the FBI, part of the same government that forced the ELDs down your throat, that the ELDs are vulnerable to hacking. All right? <laughs> you know, what the hell? You know, nobody wanted it, and now you're vulnerable to hacking. What does that mean exactly? I don't know. They probably don't know either, but either way, your ELD is vulnerable to hacking. You know, take some comfort in that one. Jeez. All right, let's move on. All right, this one's kind of important. The California... All right, there we go. The computer lost the screen for a second. The California Department of Motor Vehicles is making it easier for commercial drivers to keep on trucking. The DMV is announcing commercial licenses will be extended through September 2020. Drivers will be able to continue to deliver essential products and supplies during the COVID-19 pandemic without worrying about an expired license in accordance with updated guidance, blah, blah, blah. So, And then commercial drivers age 70 and older will receive a paper extension in the mail. While the extension is automatic, drivers 69 and younger will also receive new carders. And so basically, if you're older or you have a DMV, you know, you have a commercial license, uh, it's going to, you know, they're going to extend it. So I think that's kind of important. But check on that, you know, just to make sure with your state, don't mess around. You know, it's your truck license. And when you go to, this is California, by the way, you go to another state, you might have issues. It's hard to say, but check with your state first before, because things may change by the time you hear this. All right, but as of right now, you're good till September, but you know how that goes. Anyway, that's all I got for today. Not too much. Uh, you know, with the new job and everything, things have been a little hectic, and I went through training, and yeah, I learned some things and had some bad habits. I had to, I had to break, so, you know, that was a little humbling, but it was all good, you know. It, was, it generally was things that, I know that I was doing and you can always do better you can always do better so that's what I'm doing trying to do better so I don't know anyway that's all I got for this show it's not too much I'll do better next week I got some stuff I got planned I haven't been able to get to it with the job change still trying to get used to things trying to you know work up to where I should be anyway that being said I'll be back next week hopefully earlier in the week and do some catch up and get back to where we need to be. All right. As of now, uh, the news portion of this podcast is still going to be on Thursdays. Uh, it looks like I'm still going to be able to do that. Hopefully things will start opening up. We start going to some car shows, put some more stuff up on the YouTube channel. You can find the YouTube channel at, you know, Kingfish, talking with Kingfish on YouTube. You can also you can go there to subscribe. There's not too much there now, but if you find anything exciting, go for it. Um, you can call us at 414-666-1926. 
you know, hit us with a message, let us know what's going on. If you got anything, maybe we'll put you on the show. Or email us at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. You know, if you got anything exciting to talk about, come on the show. I love to have people on the show. Lately, I haven't had time. I uh, found a carnival guy. I'm going to get on here pretty soon. He traveled with his family. I think that's going to be interesting to hear all that. Anyway, that's all I got for this week. I know it was kind of a downer with the news, but hey, it's just the way it is. Next week, we'll try to find something exciting. Maybe do something more interesting, but it's a new job. It's a new week, new adventure. All right, here that's it. Kingfish out. <laughs>